BG Mania, a video game music podcast for December 10th, 2020, is presented by leveldowngames.com. You are listening to The Forge from Hearthstone, released March 11th, 2014, composed by Peter McConnell. twice-weekly video game music and discussion podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, and if you're new around here, what we'd like to do on this show is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes. I'm not even going to run off the uh, the normal spiel to two episode a week podcast, but as of right now, we've been struggling to hit that mark uh, with a lot going on personally in my life, so... I'm just going to say that we are a video game music discussion podcast trying to get two episodes up weekly, but still managing to get at least one new episode weekly. (laughs) We'll hopefully be back on track here soon, but do us a quick favor if you don't mind. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or you're listening to us and leave that five star rating into review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. Today on BG Mania, we're exploring a topic that I've wanted to do a show on for a few months now, free to play games, a sect of the gaming industry that has existed for as long as we can remember, but primarily becoming more popular when the Internet began to take off and especially when mobile devices started taking over the world. We're not going to be exploring the mobile side of free to play games on the episode today, though some of the releases like Genshin Impact later on are also available on mobile devices. I've invited fellow Level Down Gamer Dan to join me on the episode once again, as he is a massive fan of a certain type of free-to-play game, namely the Battle Royale scene. But before we bring him into the studio and get things underway, you guys know what time it is. Let's take a listen to our first block of three tracks on the show. (laughs) 
You're listening to Main Theme from Spellbreak, released September 3rd, 2020, composed by Matt Harwood. You're listening to The Fall of Arioth from Path of Exile, released October 23rd, 2013, composed by Camille Orman-Janowski.
You're listening to All I Need from Rocket League, released July 7th, 2015, composed by Slushy. And we're back and I'm joined once again. It hasn't been too long. You were just here on episode 172. We talked about Mortal Kombat, co-host of Hit Our Music, an elite wrestling podcast every single Thursday. It is, of course, Dan. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be back. Glad to have you on this episode that I think is much more your style this time. I know you're a fan of Mortal Kombat. I know you're a fan of that kind of stuff, but you are more of a fan of shooters and terrible games. And that's what we're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn it, man. We're talking bad Dan games today. No, I'm just kidding. We're actually talking free to play games, which is a concept that I've been wanting to kind of focus on here for a little bit, because the idea behind free to play games has drastically shifted over the last like 10 to 15 years because free to play games have always been around. I guess for I guess I shouldn't say always because they probably not actually were there any free to play games on like the Nintendo or Super well, like, Nintendo? That's what there I'm probably here, was. Like, I'm trying to. There think. probably was games that they either gave away for free or I mean you can't really count packaged in games because you could still buy those. So you can't say like Duck Hunt was a free to play yeah. game or Super Mario Brothers. Super was a Mario All Stars for Super yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, you can't count because those were all pack ins, so you could still buy those. They weren't really free to play. 
So I don't know that free to play actually was something that was around before the internet age. I think free to play games may have started like when PC really became popular and the internet really, you know, America Online hit in like the mid 90s is probably when free to play games really started getting popular. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm trying to sit here and like think and that that would make sense. And same thing with like when cell phones became a little more able to kind of handle things. I mean, used to be able to download free games. Yeah, we're not focusing too much on mobile this week, which is kind of funny because typically when you think free to play games, a lot of people do think iOS Android offerings. And that is something that we're kind of staying away from this week. Another thing, like kind of going back to that AOL mid 90s thing, a lot of free to play games used to be considered like shovelware or hmm. just these like yeah. terrible, yep, terrible things right. that were online or like flash games that you could go to. Oh my God. What were some of those websites? Like, well, uh, um, oh Dan, what were those websites back when we were in high school? Like uh, Newgrounds and that kind of stuff where they used to have all of like those free to play terrible games on. Well, I, I um, so now I'm beginning to think with Solitaire, would that be considered a free to play game? Because that came on like every damn PC you bought that and chess. Probably. I mean, and I mean, that, that also goes into the same category as like shovelware because they, all these correct. like just yeah, quick no, offerings were, yeah. were, were thrown out on PC and free to play games were never like appealing to the mass majority or, or a, a popular sect of gaming. Like it was never popular. There was a really fun game um, that came on computer. It was a pinball game. I can't remember oh, the name of it. I remember. But it was, no, I, I remember. It was a shitload of fun. Yeah, dude, I actually totally remember that. Uh, I, I can't remember what it was called, but I remember spending a lot of time. Yes. It was actually pre-installed yes. on one of my laptops that I yeah, had back that's in what, the day. Okay, it was a, I think it was a laptop. <laughs> yeah, I, I yep. I remember wow. that, too. And uh, the funny thing is about a lot of these free to play games that we're talking about before like the last 10 to 15 years, because I, like I said, there has been like this resurgence and, and kind of like redefining of what it means to be a free to play game over the last 10 to 15 years. I mean, look at the look at the stuff we're talking about on the episode today. Music that we already have played from games like Hearthstone. Before you and I came back, we played music from Spellbreak, Path of Exile, Rocket League. These are all relatively good games and received, especially like Rocket League and Path of Exile, received really, really well. So free to play games definitely have this uh, trend now where, where they can be just like a triple A game, just like, you know, a game that you're paying for. But the thing is, a lot of free to play games don't have robust soundtracks. They don't have like amazing music featured all throughout. There might be like one or two pieces of music that are really strong. And what I noticed when I put the playlist together for this episode, the lobby music, the menu music yeah. and that kind of stuff tends to be the most strongest tracks on the soundtrack because that's what you're going to hear the most in these free to play games, especially the lobby music. <laughs> uh, yeah, 100 percent. I mean, especially like in Warzone. I mean, really? Yeah, which we're getting ready to kick to a track from Warzone. Uh, I actually think we're playing the menu theme from season six, which I think is the current season, right? Uh, Yes, because it's getting a little confusing because we're about to jump into like Black Ops season one. So I don't yeah, exactly the Alcatraz know. Alcatraz map is going to be coming soon to Warzone. We talked about that recently on the Lebanon Games podcast. If you're not listening, go check it out. Do it. But um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that we should before we talk about Warzone, 
because I know it is something that you have a lot to say on. I think we should kick to our next block of music. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a listen to three more tracks. And then Dan, you and I will be back right after this. You're listening to Menu Theme from Call of Duty Warzone Season 6, released March 10th, 2020, composed by Sarah Schachner. Hello, everybody. It's Kyle from The Media Files. And if you don't know what The Media Files is, what are you even doing? The Media Files is a pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Every episode, a special guest and I will be talking about something happening in pop culture, whether it's movies, television, music, books, sports, video games, you name it, we'll talk about it. Subscribe to The Media Files on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. You're listening to Main Theme from Apex Legends, released February 4th, 2019, composed by Stephen Barton.
You're listening to Level 1 from Brawlhalla, released October 17th, 2017, composed by Chris Rickwood. Okay, so Dan, tell me about Warzone, because I know you tend to stream it a lot, or you used to. I shouldn't say you do anymore, but you used to over on your Twitch gym. Uh, I did. I mean, and I still play it um, a little bit uh, offline. Uh, just, you know, Warzone's not fun to watch unless you're like a top-notch streamer. And uh, Something you know, that you are not. No, I'm just kidding. I am not. No, well, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I know. So, you know, you'd spend a lot of time spectating. So, I mean, it, it honestly it isn't fun. And uh, sometimes it gets to be, you know, a little um, mind-numbing. So I totally get it. I have a ton of fun. I mean, it is, you know, I know people give me shit, but it is on my list of Game of the Years. Game of the Years? Game of the Year. <laughs> game of the Years. Game All of the, of the Years. years. That's All of the this... Years, Warzone is always going to be number one. <laughs> this is how great this game is. But no, I mean, I've the replay value, I've had a ton of fun. Um, I mean, I installed it. It is, again, where it's on this episode, so it is free to play. Everything on this episode we're talking about today can be freely installed. Uh, I, I did install it when I got this new PC from iBuyPower, and you and I played it together a couple times. And I'm not terrible, but I'm not that good either. And I've never been like super good at shooters. I'm trying to get more into Cold War because I really do want to get into zombies and play the uh, multiplayer. Yeah, with you there. we really need to get into that No, And see, like multiplayer and, um, you know, Warzone, it's a little bit different. I mean, Warzone, you know, you can go you can be in a damn map for like 10, 15 minutes and not see anybody. And the next thing you know, boom, you're dead, you know. So at least multiplayer, there's a little more action. So those are a little more. Yeah, fun to get into. Warzone is just, I don't know, it's just got to be your thing. And, uh, you know, for some people it isn't. For me, it is. Again, I have a ton of fun for it. Um, you know, we, we talked about free-to-play and how these free-to-play games, you know, can can kind of make money and, and kind of the equivalent of AAA games. It's because of what they bring. Season passes is a huge thing in free-to-play oh, games. Oh, yeah. 
Like these free to play games, they make money, dude. These games make more money sometimes than games you're paying 60 and now $70 for since the games are going up in price. But, you know, thanks to microtransactions, thanks to the season pass, thanks to all of these packs that they sell. Oh, yeah. Uh, cosmetics, cards. Look cosmetics, at Hearthstone. Dude. Cards, cosmetics. Exactly. These games make bank, man. Yeah. I mean, look at Fortnite. Fortnite kind of started this whole huge trend, you know, and now that you're getting uh, all that you're getting like Marvel characters, you know, so that really you're getting Kratos. Yeah, on... Kratos. I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. making him look like a freaking fool in Fortnite. But man, he's there. He's yeah. a dancing queen. So, I mean, what's key with these games is, is the partnerships. Uh, Rocket League, I can't remember. They, I know they partnershiped with um, some studios or something, and you could have and like— Rocket League is a, a more recent free-to-play game because for a while you had to actually still buy Rocket League. Uh, yeah, and Rocket League, one of Kyle's favorite games of all time. Um, but now it is free-to-play, and that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it, that game is also a game that I haven't spent a whole lot of time in, but it's a ton of fun. I got it. I think it was free for PS Plus, so maybe that's why I confused. Yeah. Kind of like Worms Rumble. <laughs> yeah, exactly, well, which, again, that, that was also a, a ton of fun. So, yeah, I mean, Warzone, I mean, it is. Uh, I, I think what helps, too, is I think the season pass is either 15 or 20 bucks, and you're doing that every... I, like i don't know let's just say 60 days so you know spending 20 bucks sometimes is a little more easier to swallow than when you spend you know 60 to now what 70 bucks some of these games are right? at one time you know it's a little bit easier to spend so i mean i've for warzone i've probably i think i've bought every season so i mean i've spent uh, let's just say 120 bucks on warzone but it you know it, it, you're not spending it all at once so it's a little bit easier to swallow so this is where this season pass to me is really huge for these free-to-play games but as you play through the season pass do you not unlock currency and then you can use that currency to buy the next season pass when they come out yes and uh, i think apex does it as well but yes there is enough if you go play th- and and level yourself up through the it's 100 levels of the season pass you earn enough which is hard to do i mean i could never get there that is very hard to do i've only done it a few times um through uh warzone i mean sometimes it is sometimes i'll go a few weeks without playing and that kind of puts you behind Uh, i do try to take advantage they do a lot of double xp weekends sometimes so I, i do try to take advantage of that you can really rack up some xp um, but yeah, I mean, that is what they do, but they know that not everybody is going, people are going to buy that season pass, play it for maybe a week or two and then stop playing. And they're not going to earn that, you know, the currency back, but it is there. I mean, it's smart because, uh, it's genius. Um, because it gets people, it's like, well, if I buy it and I hustle through it, I can get enough currency to play it again. But like I said, I wonder what percentage of people that buy the season pass actually go actually through all. do that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I wonder if there's a stat out there somewhere. <laughs> I went through the entire soundtrack for Warzone. Like I scoured all the seasons, and there just isn't a ton of music available in in Warzone. So that's why we just went with the menu theme there. But you did mention Apex Legends, and we're playing the main theme from Apex Legends. Or we played. We we not playing. We already did. We played the main theme from Apex Legends in that most recent block as well. And I know that's a game that you actually have recently just gotten back into because of the updates uh yeah it's dropped me uh brought me back in uh it's a little more fast paced than Warzone is which i kind of like the matches seem to go a little bit faster you're a little bit better at it too <laughs> yeah i am a little bit better at it you're 100 uh right i am a little bit better at it i enjoy it a little bit more so yeah it's i i spent the first two or three seasons really enjoying the game and then i kind of got out i think maybe that's when Warzone came out 
and then I kind of got in the war zone, and I'm now I'm back to Apex. But Apex, yeah, man, their their menu music uh, is really good. They have uh, you can change it. Uh, you unlock things as you progress through season passes. You unlock different menu music, and every the time. The funny they... thing about Apex is that their soundtrack is actually pretty good for a free to play is. game. No, you're absolutely right. It's probably one of my favorites that I can think of right off the top of my head for uh, for free to play games. Yeah, the, the especially soundtracks... Battle Royales, because originally we were going to do this episode on Battle Royales only. And then I was like, well, damn, there's just not that many good songs out there for just Battle Royales unless we focused on like Apex and I don't even know what else we could focus on. But Battle Royales tend not to have super song or super strong soundtracks, as we said, which yeah. is why we shifted this to like a free to play episode. But yeah, Apex is a shining star in that Battle Royale scene with with its soundtrack. Uh, it is. They really do focus on that music. And uh, like I said, they have a really a lot of really good ones. And then, like I said, each map also kind of has their own theme song, which is kind of cool because I think the maps flip every hour. So how many get... maps are there in the game now? Um, There's three maps. I'm trying to think, but they might be rotating just between two. They got some uh, they just uh, released a new map this past season, so they might be going with the two newer maps. I don't think, uh, man, I, I, I can't that remember old, the, the name old, of the, the first old original one. map or whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't think that one's in the rotation right now. Retired. It, well, then I guess you could say four because the original map, they changed it. Like those dinosaurs that were in the water came in and destroyed the map and destroyed some of the uh, different uh, places in the map. So it became an uh, a entirely new map in itself. So I guess you could say four. I'll be curious to see what happens because that is a decent like amount of maps for a battle royale and Warzone still just has the one. Like, I'll be curious when <laughs> Alcatraz comes out and they start implementing the, the Cold War stuff into Warzone, if that will, you know, bring people back and, and be exciting again. Because I think just having one map does drain on people after a while. It's the same thing over and over again. It is. And, and they kind of what I really liked they did during Halloween for Warzone is they uh, they made it. Oh, where the mark, dude, the, that the was map so was good. Yeah, that, that was, was so I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah. So it's nice that they kind of do those things. And the dark map really, you know, you didn't even have to change the map. Just turn the damn, just set the sun, you know? I mean, it's, uh, and it changed zombie, that, that map That zombie completely. mode should have stuck around, man. That zombie mode should have stuck around. That was so much fun. And who knows, maybe it will with uh, Black Ops getting integrated because zombie is, you know, so maybe they will do that. Very strong and fun option in those Black Ops games are the zombie modes. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I happen to know, Dan, that one of your all-time favorite games just recently went free-to-play in Destiny 2. So before we chat about that one, we're actually going to listen to a track from Destiny 2 on top of Fortnite and Valorant. And then you and I will be back one more time right after these. You're listening to Journey from Destiny 2. Released September 6th, 2017, composed by Michael Salvatore, Sky Lewin, and C. Paul Johnson.
You're listening to Menu Music from Fortnite, released July 15th, 2017, composed by Chris Velasco. You're listening to Main Theme from Valorant, released June 6th, 2020, composed by Lick.
All right, Dan. So Destiny 2's update for the PlayStation 5 just came out this week. Did you download it? Uh, I did. I did boot up. Do my, you uh, have the storage space to download it? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I know. Right. That's like the whole issue. And then finding out Cyberpunk is 130 gigs, dude. It's yeah. 102 base game. And then there's a 28 gigabyte download after you install the base game. Like, I uh, think we got we need some relief, Sony. We I don't some... know what I'm going to delete on Thursday to make room for cyber because I have the physical. Co- like I pre-ordered it on Amazon three Two and a half years ago, it was like May of 2018 when I pre-ordered Cyberpunk 2077 and I got it when Amazon did like their price error and I got it for like 40 bucks or something. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm not going to cancel it because it's cheaper than anywhere else. Oh, no. But that, I mean, that's smart. So I have the physical game coming, but I'm still going to need a ton of storage cleared up on that PS5. I don't know what to delete, man. I haven't finished anything on the PS5. I've been focusing so heavily on trying to finish Assassin's Creed Valhalla to get this review done that I've not finished anything on my PS5 since my God, I don't even know. <laughs> What's the most recent thing I finished on the PS5? I have no idea. Um, I never finished Demon Souls. I got to get back to that. Hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, Destiny does take up a bit, but I did I did download the update when I got home today. I booted up my PS5 and just let it do its thing in the Wait, background. did it come out today? It probably did, actually. It's Tuesday. Uh, I, I mean, some update It probably did release today. Or yeah, it, pro- it, it probably did release today. Either today or yesterday. Um, but I did see, and I totally forgot that Destiny 2 was free to play. So I could download the base game on my PS5 for free. Hell, if we could ever get our hands on a Series X, you could play all of it. Well, that's what I want to do. <laughs> like, that's my intent is because even though Destiny 2's base game is free to play, that doesn't get me access to everything, right? Like, I still have to own all of the ex- quote-unquote yeah, expansions or... Yeah. yeah, or can I just buy Beyond Light and get everything? Mm, they probably have some kind of deal where you could do that, but I mean, they took you a know, lot with of... Like War- well, you might not know, but like with Warcraft say a person buys the newest expansion in Shadowlands, they get access to all the other expansions after buying Shadowlands. So I'm wondering if I bought Beyond Light, if I would get access to everything on PS5. Well, they took some things away, right? When they did Beyond Light, and this is one thing that uh, does piss some people off in the uh, Bungie Destiny community, is uh, they took a few of the planets away. So some of the content might not even be available anymore. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, it is. They did it in Destiny 1. And it really upset some people. And they may you pretty much had to like buy the new update to like get to, to go to those planets back. So I don't know if this is something they're going to do in this one as well. But yeah, when they did this whole Beyond Light thing and kind of restructured the game, uh, there was a I can't remember off the top of my head what planets you can't go to anymore. But uh, there was one or two planets you can't go to, and that would affect you from doing prior uh, DLC. So I don't know what you get uh, if you would you know download the base version free to play and then buy beyond light i I don't exactly know what else there is it might be something that i'm interested in trying out because well once i have the storage space to do so but destiny 2 is a game that i do want to play and and you mentioned like when we get that series x obviously destiny 2 and its entire catalog is included in xbox game pass game pass being the amazing deal that it is but destiny 2 is a game that if i play it i want to play it with others and I want to play it with you. And I know Sean's also interested in playing Destiny 2 or, um, you know, whatever else comes after Destiny 2. I know eventually Bungie's going to put a Destiny 3 out. I'm sure we'll all jump into that. But when you get the Series X, are you going to play Destiny on that or are you sticking with PlayStation? 
I mean, I've bought because, everything, so. Because that's going to determine where I end up playing it ultimately, I think. Even if I have a Series X, I may end up needing to play this on PlayStation if, if that's where you're going to still be playing. I think cross-play isn't available until next year. There's cross-progression. Like, I could take all my stuff from PS5 and move it over. Yes. And now, granted, it may be in somewhere till mid-next year until I get my hands on a Series X. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking very good right now to get our hands on one of those. No, you and I might be waiting for a while. But by the time we get one, who knows, crossplay may be available. Exactly. And then it doesn't matter. Yeah, it says Bungie, yeah, Bungie confirms Destiny 2 crossplay coming in 2021. Just, we don't right. know we just um, We actually just were talking about that in Discord because I made the mistake thinking it was already crossplay, but they just meant between console yeah. generation, like <laughs> yeah. Series X PS4. to 1. PS5. PS4 yeah. to PS5. Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's not cross-play. <laughs> no, that is cross-generation. So. Um, no, I will probably, I mean, I like playing on the PS5. I mean, uh, you know, that's why I pre-ordered it and wanted the, the PS5. I'm the haptic triggers, man. I do. I'm telling you, man. The uh, DualSense I, controller. Yeah, people bitch about it, but I really think it's a game changer. It's awesome. I love I like the haptic, it. especially in shooters, man. It just feels so good. It feels so good, especially in, in uh, uh, Warzone and in Black Ops and in Destiny. It feels so good. Yeah, Absolutely. And it's kind of nice that we're playing a Destiny 2 track on here because the uh, the first ever appearance you made on BG Mania back on the 150th anniversary episode celebration thing that we did, uh, you actually picked a track from Destiny 2. The music is so good, though, man. I mean, you got That is something I, about Destiny 2 is that it does have. Well, granted, it's Bungie and, you know, like those guys just yeah. they're incredible when they make music. But, man, it is such a great soundtrack. It is, man. Some of just, um, especially like when Cade uh, Six, you know, died in the game, man. And the it's actually the track you played on the 150th yeah, episode. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite uh, <laughs> still in uh, ever in the Destiny game. Uh, it's just very emotional, uh, and it's um, you know with a character. You know, it's it's kind of weird to get attached to a character, but. Uh, you know, he's voiced by uh, Nathan Fillion, which is another, a favorite actor of mine. So and to kill him off in a trailer. I know. I know we talked about that back on that episode, that 150th episode. But man, to kill off a character like that in a trailer, that is that is. Yeah, I wish I never got leaked. I wish I would have literally been blown away. Like, I that's the time where you didn't want to be spoiled. It would have been really cool to not know that was going to happen. But I understand that they wanted to, you know, sell some units and, and push that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it was a sad day, a very sad day. The day Cade Six died, like the day the music died. <laughs> uh, Dan, this was fun. We got to chat about some free to play games. We got to reminisce on shovelware back from the mid nineties. Yeah, it's been man. a pleasure having you here chatting about some games that I know you are a, a major fan of. And again, we will continue to try to work you into the uh, lineup of BG Mania going forward because, uh, you know, I think there's some other episodes that I'm going to try to get you involved with in the future. Uh, yeah, man, maybe some like SNES, you know, that's yeah, like we got to get some. I know you haven't been on a retro episode yet, so we got to get uh, Ooh, yeah. get something going with some Super Nintendo. I know you tend to really, really enjoy the uh, the Super Nintendo and Earthbound and things like favorite, that. Favorite system of all time. So we'll, we'll definitely have you on sometime regarding the Super Nintendo. I don't know what, though. I have no idea what. We'll think of something cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we can come up with something. Dan, if people want to hear more of you besides Hit Our Music and all the wrestling podcast every Thursday, where else can they find you? Because I know for a fact you stream on Twitch. I do. Twitch.tv forward slash crazed 11 K-R-A-I-Z-D-1-1. Uh, yeah, I'm streaming uh, most nights. Um, Thursday, we do a throwback Thursday. Got a really cool overlay. I'm like super stoked about that overlay. Um, yeah, I, I've been playing, uh, 
uh, what, I played some Splitgate, which is another free-to-play game, by the way, uh, which just kind of discovered that. Um, that's and you a fun... know, I looked, Dan. I looked for Splitgate music, and I could not find a damn thing for this episode. Hmm. I tried, and I know that there's music in the game. No, there is. I'm trying to think how much different music there is, though. Yeah, I tried to find a track, though, because uh, I, I know it is a free-to-play game that you recently played. And shout out to Tom, one of the devs over at the yeah, studio. Super cool. Friend of the show in. now. Friend yeah. of Level Down Games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, super cool that he dropped in my stream. But uh, yeah, uh, come over there. Uh, hang out. We'll, we, we'll talk anything. We'll talk AEW. I mean, we do it all. Brian's in there talking shit. It's, 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 it's a good time. It's a fun. Yeah, it's always fun a great time. time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to kick to our last block of three tracks here, and I will be back to close this show out right after that. You're listening to This Is What You Are from Warframe, released March 25th, 2013, composed by Keith Power and George Spanos.
Hey everybody, it's Jessica here, and I decided to do my own podcast called Romance Me Up. That's where every other week I like to discuss with you guys casually different romantic visual novels and help you guys get romanced up on a bi-weekly basis. If you guys like to talk about romance visual novels or even just to like to listen to romantic visual novel music or just visual novel music in general, please feel free to join me again every other week. I will see you guys then and until then, keep the romance alive. You're listening to Summoner's Call from League of Legends, released October 27th, 2009, composed by Preco.
You're listening to Happy Journey from Genshin Impact, released September 28th, 2020, composed by Yu Ping Chen. That is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel, that's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. Stocking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And of course, in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of the episode, we're going to be taking a listen to The Whole New World from Fantasy Star Online 2, released July 4th, 2012, composed by Hideaki Kobayashi. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.